Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB! I'm so sorry, I'm not Cameron or Rhea. Are you guys okay? Okay, I, you know, I, I feel bad because I know it's their uh, uh, show, so, and I can't possibly compete with them, so when I guest host this, I always feel like I gotta like bring something. So, I brought my friend Scott. Let's give it up for Scott Passarella. He's gonna play some music. What we do together is musical improv. You know, I do stand-up and I do musical improv because <laughs> I want to fail. Um, and uh, have you guys ever seen musical improv before? Okay, who's seeing it for the first time tonight? Okay, who's never seen it before? Ha, I fucked with you guys because that's the same thing. Okay, what it means is that everything I say and sing and do and everything that Scott plays is completely made up in front of you. No, Nothing is pre-planned, there's no net, so put your uh, expectations real low. <laughs> Sometimes people think like, oh, it's the same songs, you just change the words. That would be so much more work. <laughs> I'd have to remember things, you know? You would have to write things, yuck. Um, so, you know, since I'm trying to fill the gap in your life of your beloved hosts, what is it that you normally like about coming to this show? Yeah, you guys have to talk now and don't fucking say a word for the rest of the show. But here. So what do you like about Put Your Hands Together? Finding wonderful new talents. Finding wonderful new talents. Oh. What else? Going for a drink after. Going for a drink after. Okay. What else? I like when Rhea does jazz hands. All right. That's three things. I think that's a song. Ooh, I think we got a jazzy tune. I know the same old, same old things. I've seen the same jokes and heard the rings of the same songs that I've heard a hundred times before, or maybe more. So when I come to put your hands together, as I often do, I like to find some kind of talent that Time, that's true. So when I set foot in the theater, you know what I think? I can't wait for this to all be over so I can go get a fucking drink. Because everything is always better with a drink or two or four. So that's what I'm gonna do. At least that's what I've done before. When I come to the show, to the show is the audience like you. When I come to the show, I usually perform. <laughs> <Ha -cha! laughs> 
always end an improvised song on a podcast with a visual gag. <laughs> so that you guys know that you're more important than who we truly care about. I, uh, I feel like everybody's trying to escape these days. I know I am. They're like, ah, everything's so bad. Everything's upsetting. Everybody's getting offended about... I actually don't think that... I think that people complain about people getting offended more than people actually get offended. I don't get offended very often. Pretty much just like when religious people don't bother trying to convert me. Um, <laughs> you mean to say that you think that if you don't tell me about Jesus, I'm going to burn in hell for eternity, and then you don't tell me about Jesus? <laughs> that is shady. That is some cold shit. But I think we're trying to escape. I, um, I, when I try to escape, I go to Disneyland. Yeah. Um, one time I, I spent an afternoon, uh, I went to Disneyland all by myself. And then on the way home, I stopped and got a karaoke room all by myself. <laughs> I sang the hits into a microphone. And then I went home. And if you think the idea of getting a karaoke room alone and going to Disneyland alone is lonely, <laughs> guess again. Because you are on a hot streak of right guesses. <laughs> it sucked. It was so lonely. It was very, very lonely. Um, and I was shocked by that because, as I said, I like Disneyland, you know? I, li I would love to be one of, the, one of the girls who work there as a princess. Making dreams come true. Nah. I mean, I, I can't be. I mean, I could be. Come on, look at this, <laughs> of course. But I can't be because those girls give autographs, and I have the handwriting of a drifter who carries a hammer in her purse. <laughs> so kids would come up and be like, oh, what's your name? Allison? Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sleep well. I live beneath your bed. Say, ah. <laughs> so I caught a bird and then ate his head. <laughs> like, like you, just as he was tying on a bonnet, like, I got plans. And I was like, no. <laughs> of course, he wouldn't have said that. It would have been one of those like old school Disney animals, like in the 50s, like when they were just like, <laughs> you remember that? They used to talk like that. And then we, they went from that to, damn, Mulan, you know, so. <laughs> come a long way in terms of Disney voices and animals. Sometimes people shit on uh, Disney princesses. I think they're bad ro role models. Some of them are. But essentially, I think they're not actually bad role models because pretty much they're all just girls with dreams. That's it. That's all you need to be a Disney princess. You just got to want one thing real bad, you know, to own a restaurant, legs, stuff like that. <laughs> And then we just see them try to get that thing. Really, I think that it could be anything, anyone. And kids want stupid things, you know? You all wanted stupid things when you were kids, right? You feel where this is going? You wanted something dumb. What's the dumb thing you wanted when you were a kid? To never, uh, to never spill anything. To never spill anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, did it, did you get it? No, don't tell us. Oh. Oh. Ravioli, my animal friend named after food. Fly away, butterfly. Ah, I'm so tired of spilling things everywhere. 
all the time. <laughs> There's a world with a great big tile floor. Not a single drop of anything on it anywhere anymore. And the people see me coming and they say, thank God it's you. We hope nothing would spill, now we know that's true. In the world where I am graceful, in the world where I hold cups, in the world where things go my way and the opening's always facing up, someday my father will understand <laughs> and someday all the people in all the world will say oh my goodness where is that wonderful dry-footed girl I will be there to step forward and offer my advice they'll say how do we not spill like some clumsy man in this world where I'm graceful and I can hold things not like the world that I live in where I knock things over always spilling soup always spilling coffee always spilling secrets always spilling on me onto mistakes so people know you're making it up. <laughs> Sometimes when I don't do that, people are like, oh, you didn't make that up. You wrote that. <laughs> I'm like, why would I write that? <laughs> it wouldn't have been it. I would have chosen something that mm, makes money, you know? <laughs> it would have been a jingle for a juice box. Um, well, at this point, I think I have time for uh, either a boring old joke, boo, or one more song. Yay! And I think we'll, we'll keep going with this. If we, got a, if we got a Disney princess, we gotta have a Disney villain because kids need to feel weird in their pants. Because um, Disney villains 
villains are all sexy, right? That's where this, like, I don't know who fucks princesses, but the villains fuck. Even the bony ones. Cruella DeVille, she got down. And she was on top, you know, that's the fun thing. So your villain just always has some sort of want that goes against whatever your princess wants. Oh no, I'll take it from here. (laughs) Girls, stand up straight and hold your head high. I run a dance class and you don't need to ask why. There is grace, there is wonderful things you can achieve if you have a spine like mine and you believe that balance is God-given. Balance comes from inside. Balance isn't something that you can work up to and you can't hide when you don't have any balance. I think that you should just leave this No one needs a bitch like you around. Oh, poor little clumsy. Can you not dance at all? When you hold things, does it all topple every time someone calls? Are you shocked by noises? Do rats scare your brain? Well, then in this town, I don't think you need to remain. And if you can't do that at all, well, maybe that's your fault. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. You guys ready for the rest of your show? Okay, forget about this music shit because we're not doing any more of it. I know, right? But come on. You're here for comedy! You ready for comedy? Okay, um, well first let's give it up for Scott Passarella so he can get out of here and live his life. The first comic I'm going to bring out is legit one of my favorite comics in LA. She's one of the first comics that I saw here and I was like, oh shit, comedy is for real in LA. Um, I hope that didn't build her up too much. Uh, Be surprised by what a genius she is. Please put your hands together for Kimberly Clark. delight. Let's just keep it moving. You ready for your next comic? He he is an import. He's here all the way from the UK. Please put your hands together. Show him we're great. Give it up for Matt Turner. Thank you very much. Oh, what a pleasure it is to be here amongst you. And most importantly, God save the Queen. It's lovely. That's our motto. If you didn't know, that's what we chose. You guys went bigger, more ambitious with God Bless America. So it's pretty optimistic. We're, we're very modest. Just please keep a little old lady alive. Just a few more years. We do not want her son to be in charge. He's a weird looking man. 
And I like that you say bless as well. God bless America, because that's very British. That's very polite. And we say save, which is very demanding, very American. We should swap. <laughs> you guys can have God save America. Seems fitting. But don't worry, it's all going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I think that sounds reassuring in a British accent. I think it sounds more believable. I find this makes anything believable. I convinced a man in San Diego that maple syrup is just honey that's made by Canadian bees. The more British you go, the more you'll believe it. Ah, oh, yes, in my country, it's called Sponge Robert Square Trousers. Mm. The movie Eight Mile was released as 12.9 kilometers. Ah. It's a good movie. It is good. Charts Eminem's unstoppable rise through the Detroit battle rap scene. Um, it's good. I'm very familiar with that life path. Um, no, it's true, because Eminem is one of the world's best freestyle rappers, and, and me also. Uh, you're not sure if we're still doing the accent bit, are you? Still very confused. No, it's true. Um, uh, that's why I live here now, to kind of bring my much-needed talent uh, to, that, to that. So what I would like to know is, if, if you could hear a hip-hop song about anything in the world, what would it be about, right? So, so think of a word. No food or animals, because they're the most common things. One second, and I will take that, because I like it. Um, just, you know, as it happened to me, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer than usual. Uh, so, and nothing, nothing too obvious, okay? Usually people come straight in with, like, Trump or Brexit. That's, that's kind of, you know, I don't want to take the same suggestions twice. Uh, the best suggestion ever was ninth century crop rotation. You can aim for those lofty peaks. So puberty was the first one from over there. Thank you very much. We'll take five, so that's number one. Was someone over here shouting? No, that's okay. We can divide the room into quarters. Be very polite. Uh, this side of the room, what would you like to, to hear a, a rap about? Women power. Women power. So not different to girl power, which was obviously the Spice Girls, my, my country folk. Women power. Cool. Which is it's a more grown-up version of girl power, isn't it? Women power. Puberty. Word from maybe the... Fro dentistry. dentistry. Do you want to pick a specific aspect of dentistry that we can delve into? Uh, rear molar removal. Rear molar removal. I wasn't expecting you to be that technically adept. <laughs> He's going to go, ah, oh, some tooth shit. But no. Puberty, rear molar removal. It's quite a tongue twister, that one, isn't it? Rear molar removal. Woman power. This, this tranche. Oh, there were two. Human hair wigs and topiary. I like it. Okay. That's five, I think. Human hair wigs, topiary, rear molar removal, puberty, and women power. This then, uh, lovely people. And it may seem folly um, to do further improvised music when the host of the show has demonstrated a much greater vocal range and talent for lyrical creation on the spot than I will ever possess. But uh, it's what I planned to do when I came here tonight, and I haven't got any other jokes. So... <laughs> We're going to do a rap made up entirely on the spot about all those things. If we can drop that beat, good sir, let's, uh, let's get this done. Human hair wigs, topiary puberty, woman power, and rear molar removal. I'm very excited, even if very few of you are. <laughs> 
Okay, I got the knowledge, yeah, I'll be so long in the tooth I read the books, I do the dentistry and tell you the truth I got a problem, yeah, I'll hold it on, you'll hurt like hell There's no anesthetic when you get the root canal I know I said it slightly slurred, I said anesthetic wrong Let me work the molar back into the mandible song I'm gonna take it out there when you sat in my chair You're gonna hold on tight like the grip on your hair I'm gonna pull it back, oh no, I removed it Cause it was so convincing, it's a human hair wig But we turn back, I'm improving your grin I've never seen a hair piece with so much keratin Not polyester cotton or a bit of nylon It will hurt as my dentist session goes on Gotta get the molar, yeah, I'm so astute They're the only teeth in your mouth with four roots That's true, incisors and canines have one You see it in your head, the cartoons that are on Nickelodeon They showed them and it's basically enamel and the dentine Inside of there, I can handle all of that Cause I spent a lot of time with the surgery And also trimming that shit like topiary I got a shea, put it in my right hand I can combine with the wig I will cut a nice bang, made a straight line Perpendicular or parallel I'm like the Buckingham Palace Gardener Holy hell, you never seen a guy as good as me with a tree I'll be rummaging around cutting up shrubbery I'm like, yeah, let me make this into a cube And then I cover it with a handful of lube Why would you do that? Well, you might be surprised It keeps away all of the maggots and flies That like to make the holes inside the leaf And let me say I do know a little more about that lube When I was just 13, no, it's new to me I was enjoying myself exploring puberty And maybe that's a late age to be going through it It doesn't matter, read it in a book I thought I'd do it Grow some facial hair, but it's still not happened I'm 29 now, oh yeah I'll be rapping about the puberty it's growing down there Get some man hair Pubic in my groinal region And I don't care that it might be a putting your shade and your glower You're staring at me So I say woman power one Level up from girl Yeah you know we do nice I watch Captain Marvel Moving up from the spice I haven't seen the movie I am sorry I avoid that Not for sexist reasons I just don't like spoilers The MCU It's not true to me If I said boy power There's a mutiny But that is okay Okay, yeah, it comes off the top of my mind. I'd say women power, yeah, it's about damn time. There you go. <laughs> Lovely people, thank you very much. My name is Chris Turner. You've been delightful. I'll see you guys again sometime. Goodbye! <laughs> Who knows what kind of music there's going to be in the show, right? Wow. Uh, get ready with all those suggestions. Probably that's it, but I have no idea. Um, do you want to point out that I fucked up his name when I brought him out here? I have one job. That is to say their names. And I'm fucking it up. But his name is Chris Turner. Um, you can't just sub in any white guy name. You know? <laughs> You've got to say the right one. So your next comic is here from uh, San Francisco. Ooh. Yeah, please put your hands together for Andrew Arolfo. Yo. DJ, run that back. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hope you all feeling well. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh, some dude came up to me today, and he was like, hey, I like your sweatshirt. I was like, thank you. And then he was like, I got the same one. I was like, okay, that compliment wasn't for me. Uh <laughs> 
I'm glad I can make you feel good about your purchase, though. Uh, but I'm feeling good, and uh, I think it's because uh, despite what everybody in my life tells me, uh, I think my man bun is dope. Yeah, I think. <laughs> It is so dope. Only because since I got this, people now avoid conflict with me, you know? <laughs> right? And I think that's because when you have my face and then you rock this hair, people just assume you have a sword. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like when I got this cut, the lady was like, what do you want to look like? I was like, I don't know. Just let them know. <laughs> let them know. I fight for honor. You understand? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Just make me look like Mulan's boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> he was dope, right? He was all about business. That's why I liked him, I think. Uh, <laughs> I like having this hair a lot ever since I got it. You know, it's definitely made me a more confident person. You know, like these glasses are fake. And, uh, <laughs> no, they're real, real fake. But, uh, <laughs> But I do stand-up comedy, uh, that's what I do, which is like weird to some people when I tell them. And I know this because I've had real conversations where they're like, hey, I'm doing a comedy show tonight. And they're like, wait, you're not an EDM DJ? I'm like, okay. Um, I didn't say any of those words. Uh, like, oh, we just assume because you look like Coachella. And that's fine, you know, that's very fair. I look like I'm very eager to give you my SoundCloud link. And if you want, I will, you know? Check me out. And I can understand that some of you in here might not get those few references, and that's totally fine, you know? Because if you don't know EDM, that's that music where all the instruments they use are lights. And then, uh... <laughs> Coachella, you know, that's that music festival where you spend like $500 to fight with your girlfriend. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> I love doing that joke because it hits home for one person. Always, always. I did that joke last night at a show. Some dude just stood up and yells out, yup, Danielle, and then he left. He even watched the rest of the show. It was wild. But I'm feeling good. Uh, I've had a very eventful day today. Uh, before I came out here, I was actually out shopping at one of my favorite stores. And it's probably not a good idea to name drop the store, but what I can say is that you could buy outfits in like an urban environment. And... <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, it is Urban Outfitters. Good job. <laughs> and I don't know if Urban has like some sort of slogan or anything like that, but I feel like it should be. Yo, you remember that shirt? <laughs> Your mom got you in middle school? They got you bullied? Well, we made that dope and you can't afford it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm in this store. And when I'm leaving, I had seen the security guard. He had stopped these two girls because he accused them of stealing. And I'm pretty sure they did it, mostly because I saw them do it. I saw everything. They stuffed so much in a backpack that I was like, yo, be humble. Uh, what are you doing? Like, it honestly looked like they were just trying to open up a smaller urban outfit. That's what they put in there, right? And I saw everything. I saw the security guard. He goes up to these two young ladies. He's like, hey, I need to look in that backpack. Two girls, I was just like, no, nah, right? So that's when an employee of Urban rushes over to that security guard and was like, hey, just let you know, the policy we have is if these two girls don't allow us to look in that backpack, we legally can't look in that backpack and you have to let them go. Yeah. And security guard looks back at him like, why'd you hire me? And, uh, and I'm just standing next to them laughing pretty hard because, you know, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Also, because I put some stuff in there. And then, uh, <laughs> but that's when the security guard, he turns to me and he's like, hey, are you hearing this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming back with a duffel bag, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Right? 
Because what is he going to do? Nothing. I'm going to show up. And he's going to be like, hey, I need to look in that backpack. I'm going to be like, uh, you need to look at that policy. It's what you need to do. Coming at me with that disrespect legally states I can steal from your store. And that's how I got this whole outfit. Uh, <laughs> But it's been, a, it's been a big year for me. Uh, I've been trying a lot of new stuff this year to like better my life. Like I recently just got into holistic medicine. Is anybody else in here into uh, being sick and not getting better? Okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just totally, just, if you're about it, that's fine. I mean, you're not fine, you're probably gonna die, but it's fine. I have been adopting some stuff from it, you know? I've been lighting a lot of sage now in the rooms where I shit. That's just the one room. Uh, <laughs> But I've been trying a lot of new stuff with my girlfriend, you know, do things as like a team. Like we recently decided to introduce toys into the bedroom. Hell yeah, you know, sex toys, not like Jenga. And because uh, we're trying to spice things up in our relationship, right? Because I feel that we've become super close to breaking up and trying everything. She suggested we go out, we go buy handcuffs. I'm like, yeah, I'm about that, right? So we go out, we go buy handcuffs, and then we come back to my place to realize I do not own a headboard or bedpost. So. <laughs> We just ended up having sex by the refrigerator door. And it's just as good, you know, by the water. It's crazy. My girlfriend, she just bought this thing. Uh, I don't know if you know it. It's, uh, it's called a Shiwi. Does anyone know? Okay, if you, if you don't know what it is, essentially it's just a curved plastic funnel that allows my girlfriend to pee standing up. Yeah, which is upsetting to me because in this relationship, that was supposed to be my thing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we each had our own things in this, right? Like I, Pete, standing up, and she made more money than I did. You know, that's how we like to live life. But the crazy thing was, I had no idea that she bought it, but uh, earlier uh, last week, we were out camping, but not like in the woods. We were actually at Coachella. And uh, <laughs> I left my tent in the middle of the night to go pee, and then I see her peeing, but she's standing up. And I just looked at her, and I was like, you've changed. Uh, <laughs> And I just stood next to an AP, you know, because it's a very convenient device for her. Like, of course, I'm happy that she bought it. I'm not happy that it's big, but I like that she bought it. <laughs> and I found it just, if you're in a relationship here, get one, you know, because I found it's actually more romantic than you think. That's like my girlfriend I thing now, you know, it's like what we do, you know, after nights out, super drunk, we're just in alleyways, just peeing and high-fiving all night long, painting this town yellow, you know, if it was I'm gonna take off, but I gotta leave you with this. Uh, do we all know what the Richter scale is? Yes. Okay, good, because I've been thinking about it. I think it's crazy that the way we measure earthquake magnitude can also be applied to dick size. Uh, yeah, so you get it, think about it. Say you're working with like a 3.5, you're like, did you feel that shit? Nah, nobody did, you didn't feel that. <laughs> 5.5 to like six, you can handle that, right? That comes around the most often, and to be honest, might be the best one. Ladies, don't say anything, please. Uh, <laughs> Six five to like seven, now you're like, whoa, that was wild. You know, We could go through that again, but maybe we should be more prepared next time. Uh, <laughs> then anything above an eight, anything above an eight, you're like, oh my God, uh, everything is ruined. <laughs> everything is ruined, and my dog's dead. Why is my dog dead? No, no, no. That's my time. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Love a dude who knows what it feels like to get fucked by a big dick. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? Cool. She's one of my favorites. You may have heard her on Comedy Bang Bang or on Two Dope Queens. Please put your hands together for Michelle Balloon. 
Hey, everybody. I like your raising your hands. It was quite celebratory. Step it up, everybody. <laughs> Come on, flourish a little more with your hand clapping. Um, okay. You don't have to. I'm lazy, too. I get it. Uh, so, uh, I, I like to do, I do stand up a lot. I like to stand up. I do stand up at clubs sometimes. And I was, I was doing this fun show and I had a really good set. And afterwards I went to the bar to celebrate myself with some gin. And, uh, this woman who was at the show, she comes out of the showroom and she walked over to me and she leaned in real close and she whispered in my ear, I just want to tell you that I think you're beautiful. And I bet that's not something you hear every day. Then that angel just walked out of my life. I was like, come back here, angel. Angel! Angel, get out here! Angel! I'm still looking for her. I don't know where she's gone. I put signs up around the neighborhood. Pulled off one of the numbers, you know, so it looks like it's getting traffic. You know how it, you know how it goes. You know. Um, I've got a six-year-old daughter. Um, we, we have fun together. Um, we, why is that funny to you? <laughs> we don't go to the pool hall, okay? But we do have a good time, appropriately, um, as I judge it. Um, and uh, we, um, we were, were driving the car, and we were listening to the, the, ha the Hamilton soundtrack. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I think it's going to be popular. It's really catchy. And... Um, so we're listening, and my daughter says, she says, uh, Mommy, she says, I wish I could get a gun. I'm like, oh, I love this so far. It's, this is good. Uh, do I get to be a hero in this story? I can't wait. Um, she says, I wish I could get a gun, and I could go back in time, and I could shoot Aaron Burr after he kills Alexander Hamilton. And what I love about that is that she wants to get a gun and go back in time and shoot Aaron Burr after he killed <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. She's just in it for the vengeance, you know? She's like a little John Wick. Yeah. Which is great, right? Doesn't everybody want their own little John Wick, you know, that you get to raise at home? One day might come in handy. Someone might kill my dog, you know? Just send her out there. My daughter goes to kindergarten, and she came home from school one day, and I said, uh, hey, so what'd you learn in school today? And she said, we learned about Columbus. And then I said, what did you learn about Columbus? What did you learn about Columbus? I threw her up against the wall. There is a mattress there, don't worry. We play stunt person on the reg. And she's like, we learned that, that he brought disease to the, I'm like, yeah, that's right, that's what you learned. That's right. I don't even know if that's true, but I just wanted to make sure that her school was not whitewashing history. And um, she goes to, we, I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philly, as we call it. And, um, and, um, <laughs> and uh, she goes to a Quaker school in Philly, um, a lot of this, the East Coast kind of thing, Quaker schools. And, um, and, uh, and so she had her birthday uh, there recently during school, and I went. And um, and Quakerism is like it's all about like simplicity and like there's a light inside of you. I don't really know, but I know it's like good. And um, I know I could probably read about it, but every time I get to Wiki to look it up, I get distracted by something else exciting. 
And I don't want it to disappoint me. I can pretend it's anything at this point. And um, so I go to her school and it's very, so like all they do is the kid sits up in front and, uh, and then everybody in the class says something nice about the kid whose birthday it is. And it's really was sweet and touching. But then after that is uh, what happened was one of the most vicious things I have ever witnessed <laughs> in my entire life. My jaw was agape. Um, is that they sit in their classroom to eat in there at different tables. And because it was her birthday, she got to pick who sat at her table in front of all the other kids. And um, so here's my daughter um, in front of the 25 kids in her class. And she's like, the teacher's like, oh, hey, you can pick a sit to your table. And all the kids are like, me, me, me. And my daughter's just like, hmm. And I was like, you're kind of being a dick. And, uh, but I didn't stop it, because I don't know, it might be important to her development. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, what? Like, let her do it. Maybe this is what's supposed to happen, you know? And, and then she picks the kids on her table. And then the teacher says, oh, you know what? You picked one too many kids. You're going to have to kick somebody off. And I almost lost my mind. I'm like, is this a reality show? This is amazing. You cannot wear camouflage to this school, but you can scar somebody for life, you know? Oh, I never got picked for the birthday tables. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh my God. I just did, um, I just did uh, uh, DNA testing for my, me and my family. And, uh, and in it, I swear to God that this, this happened, okay? In it, I found out that my husband and I are 0.11% related. <laughs> Not 11%, that would be disgusting, okay? 0.11. But it's... <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like the right time and context in which to tell my daughter that she's inbred. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a real gonna be a special day, you know? Just wait till she's like 16 and a real shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know why you don't listen to me? Because you're inbred. Um, you can't uninbred yourself. You're gonna have to live with it. Um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, I had, I, I, uh, at the hospital where I had her, um, they had like a, a, a class where you learn about what's going to happen on the day that you give birth. And, uh, they had like, I was there in this class uh, with a bunch of other similarly pregnanted women. And, uh, and there's like a Q and a period. Everyone asks a bunch of questions. And then I, I found out in that class that all these people are afraid of this thing that I didn't realize was a thing that people were afraid of. And uh, all these women, and most of you already know what I'm about to say, and some of you don't at all, and I'm going to share with you, and everybody else is going to be like, yeah, exactly. But women are terrified that when they give birth that they're going to shit on the table. That's like a real fear, okay? And they're all, and it's like, because apparently if you're, you know, when you're, when you're giving birth, if you're pushing correctly, you're also shitting. Okay. But you get a baby. So shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, that's, I like raised my hand. I was like, wait a second. Are you telling me that I get to lay on this table and I can just shit everywhere and no one's going to say anything about it. They're just going to come over and pick it up with their hand. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a spa day. Right? 
I'll take the shit hand upgrade, please. Just want to really relax today. Namaste. Now, if I'm ever walking past a hospital, if I have to shit at all, you know, I just go up to labor and delivery, you know. Just be like, oh, you know what? I guess I wasn't pregnant. Thanks, though. You guys were... I love nurses. Um, it's a fantastic... Um, last year I was, uh, last year was, was, it was kind of a shitty year. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Yes, all of them, not just one. So many sclerosis. Just, can I? Okay. And, uh, it's not, it's a, it's a not, there's no cure for multiple sclerosis, but you don't die from it, which is great news. And, um, a lot of times when people find out that you have like a, a disease and they find out you're not going to die from it, then they're like, okay, goodbye then. And then they just walk off. Um, like, wait a second. Uh, I still need presents. And um, people have all sorts of things to say though. Like this, this one dude, he's like, and I, I just met this guy. Okay. And he's like, you know what you need to do is you need to go to Hawaii and you need to just walk into the ocean. Hey, guy, <laughs> maybe if you're going to give some sort of newly diagnosed person your homespun uh, homeopathic pseudoscience cure, uh, maybe don't make it sound like the beginning of how they might commit suicide. Um, just go to the top of the Burj Khalifa in, du in Dubai. Just lean over the edge. It's really windy. Just hang on. You'll feel alive. It's hard. It's a, one of the symptoms of, of multiple sclerosis is you get, um, you get very cognitively slow, and, um, it, but it's not a progressive part, and it happens just when you kind of overdo it and at night. Um, and, uh, and you, and I am a, I'm a, I'm a super smart person, you guys. And, um, I'm so smart. And, uh, I do the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. I'm very clever. And, uh, but, and so it's crazy that, cause you can feel it happening. You can feel it happening as your brain starts to slow down. You know, you're like, oh, this is what it's like to be stupid. <laughs> How do you do that? I asked my dumb friends. You just see the word that you need and then you grab the other one. Like what? Why do you do that? It's hard. My husband and I, um, we, have, uh, we have very differing ideas on raising our child, differing in that my ideas are reasonable and his are ridiculous. When my daughter was two weeks old, he's like, you know what? She should learn to play the mandolin. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, because nobody plays the mandolin. And maybe if she learned how to play it, she might be the best at something. And he also wants her to fence because he fenced in college. So he would like our daughter to be a mandolin playing fencer. You know, one of the popular girls. Are you trying to raise my baby to be some sort of Renaissance Festival superstar? It's not really my brand. Hey, you guys are awesome, everybody. Good night. Uh, get our Michelle Balloon. I just want to just want to uh, acknowledge that I see what you see. These jeans have become baggy since I put them on. They are supposed to be tight jeans. They're supposed to be skinny jeans, but they just gave up. 
And the knees are like, we're just gonna stay bent just in case you bend again. I um, I gained some weight recently, and I tried to like figure out a way to get rid of it because I can't afford new pants. <laughs> like this is the best we're working with. I mean, I can afford new pants, but I don't want to. It's a principle. Um, so it's like I got to lose some weight. So I started googling diet tips, and they're bad. <laughs> Stuff like uh, oh, put less put less sour cream on your morning cereal. Use a smaller spoon for your afternoon tub of margarine. <laughs> like, who are these things for? What is happening? <laughs> the one that I find the most offensive is just, I feel like, I feel like way too much responsibility is being placed on almonds right now. <laughs> it's all like, oh, you wanna be beautiful? You wanna get down to your ghost weight? All you need is almonds. If you're meant to be beautiful, four almonds satisfy you. If your inside soul is gorgeous, when you eat two almonds, you're full for the rest of the day. It's like, relax, you know? You know they're just tired cashews. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, maybe you don't feel the same way. I just, I think it's nuts. Um, yeah, put in some wordplay for the dads. That's what I'm going to call my, my album. Wordplay for the dads. Um, you guys ready for your next comic? He's very funny. Please put your hands together for Alex Edelman. Alex Edelman. funny show, right guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, your next comic is doing an hour tomorrow at the Pasadena Ice House, so go see her do that. And now, enjoy her doing this. Put your hands together for Charlotte Lariston. Charlotte Lariston! Oh man, I, we've had a great night. You guys have been a really great audience. I've had a lot of fun with you. Uh, but Cameron and Rhea are going to be back next week. So come back and see them. Um, what is that? I said Cameron and Rhea are going to be back next week. Yeah. And they're going to have so many stories for you. So have a great night and come back next Tuesday. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.